This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. Hey there, Taylor Nation. Welcome to episode 133 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Diane. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And this episode of Taylor Talk goes out to all the mamas out there. For those of you who sat through nine whole months of misery to pop out one of those little ones, this episode is for you. What about the mamas that didn't pop out babies, but adopted babies? They're still mamas. This one's also for you. (laughs) Because you gotta deal with those babies. (laughs) With their crying and screaming and... uh, (laughs) you are so silly anyway guys uh we are recording today on may 11th 2014 which is mother's day so happy mother's day to all the moms out there i know you're not listening to it on mother's day but we can wish you a happy mother's day anyway right yes Mm -hmm. and as such we found it appropriate to dedicate this specific episode to mama swift herself andrea and we'll be having a discussion in just a few minutes all about and things of that sort it's going to be a great discussion so definitely stay tuned for that before we get to it though sammy is going to give us some taylor swift news on monday may 5th taylor attended the 2014 costume institute met gala she wore a beautiful pale pink oscar de la renta dress that was quote a daydream realized for taylor at the event taylor hung out with her friends including carly Kloss and selena gomez Selena posted an Instagram video of her and Taylor dancing the night away to Frank Sinatra's music, proving their friendship is still going strong. The 2014 CMT Music Awards are coming up, and nominations came out this week, and Taylor got several. Um, She is up for Video of the Year for Red and for Highway Don't Care with Tim McGraw and Keith Urban, a female Video of the Year for Red, and featured in a collaborative Video of the Year with Tim McGraw and Keith Urban for Highway Don't Care. You can vote once through June 2nd at cmt.com. The 2014 CMT Awards air on June 4th at 8, 7 central. Taylor has a concert that night in Jakarta, Indonesia, but that doesn't mean she can't accept an award via video. So you can only vote once for that yeah. award show? Yeah, funny story. So I was going to go and do it every day and go back and forth between video of the year for Red and video of the year for Highway Don't Care because either would be fine. Um, and I went to do it the next day and it wouldn't let me do it. And I was like, oh, I guess I hadn't, you know, been 24 hours. And then I waited another 24 hours to do it again and it still wouldn't let me do it. And I was like, oh, I is, can only do it once. Sammy, is that by your email? Like, do you have to sign in or is that like an IP address thing? You have to sign in. Um, so, I guess if you want to go through the hassle of going into another email and creating a password for that and blah, 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 you can. But uh, okay, gotcha. they don't really want that. Cool. Was, yeah. Was, was that everything? No, oh, no, I got, got a couple more. <laughs> no, I'm still oh, going. Oh, jeez. Sammy's still there's going. More. <laughs> I, I'm not used to there being this much news when uh, Taylor's news not on tour see. or doing anything really significant. Yeah. So I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and you were like, whoa. And I was like, whoa. And you were like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. Uh, Taylor is also the wild card in the international artist or group category at the Much Music Video Awards. 
You can vote for her to be included in your fave international artist or group category at mmva.muchmusic.com slash vote. The Much Music Awards and Much Music Video Awards air on June 15th in Canada. They are usually on Fuse here, I believe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, and the last bit I have is that Taylor attended a CADS event at Nordstrom in LA sponsored by Teen Vogue. Contest winners got to sit in the audience and listen to Taylor answer questions about her fashion style and her opinion on kids and just general stuff like that. Um, Teen Vogue also asked her questions um, like rapid fire about the last song she listened to and the last app she downloaded. And winners of the Keds Perfect Fair Perfect Pair contest finally got to meet her. Cool. Yeah. That's it. Are you, Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. You don't have to hear from me ever again. Sorry, guys. <laughs> What? All right, Sammy is officially off of Taylor Talk. Signing off. Bye, Sammy. Bye. I'm kidding. Come back. <laughs> Come back. Be here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I went there. All right, thank you for the news, Sammy. Diane, what's coming up on the calendar? Well, one week from today, Sunday, May 18th, are the 2014 Billboard Music Awards. They will air live on ABC at 8 p.m. Taylor Swift is nominated for Top Social Artist and Top Country Artist. Go, Taylor. Go, Taylor. Do we have any official word as to whether or not she's attending? Nope. Nothing official? Nothing official, no. No. Just speculation? Um, I don't think any presenters have been announced yet, so she could be presenting and they just haven't announced it yet. Oh, maybe. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Was it but last year? her friend Lord is performing, so that no, might help. don't say that. I, <laughs> but I'm it's leaving. true though. Lord is performing. I, I think she's last though, season. right? So I can leave early. I don't know, but I don't know um, that she's last. That would not be okay. She was listed no. last in the article, so that she was the last one announced. You are correct about that. Okay, so <laughs> as long as I see Luke Bryan, I can leave after uh, Luke and before Lord, and I'll be fine. You're bad. <laughs> is, is this the one that Bieber got booed last year? Was yeah. that yes? Yeah, that, oh, okay. that was it. That and was it was the one where Taylor won like thirteen awards. Oh yeah, so she was there last year. So yeah, she performed last year. She had an amazing performance last yeah. year. It Doesn't was Ed cool. have a good number of nominations this year? Who? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. No, I think so. Justin Timberlake does. She loves well, Justin also Timberlake. Good. <laughs> Sammy loves Justin Timberlake, too. (laughs) Sammy has no response. I love it. (laughs) Cool. Thank you for the calendar, Diane. Uh, We're going to jump into our main discussion, but one quick thing. So just a few days ago, May 9th, was the third anniversary of the day that Ronan Thompson passed away of childhood cancer, and his birthday would have been the day this is released on May 12th, which is the day after Mother's Day. So I thought it would be appropriate if everybody considered visiting the RonanThompsonFoundation.com and donating to help fight childhood cancer. Kind of see how special we can make this for uh, Maya Thompson, Ronan's mother. So if you're interested, I mean, you can donate any amount. It can be a dollar, you know, and you can just kind of do your part. That would be really cool. Again, that's the Ronan thompsonfoundation.com yep now that i got that depressing part out of the way (laughs) it's very difficult to talk about ronan it really is yep uh and of course the song itself so let's get into our main discussion our mother's day episode andrea swift the one taylor says 
she's one of my best friends. She's always, always around. So she serves a really important part in in Taylor's career. So I guess the first point of discussion can be, uh, Sammy, did you coin this word momager? Mom-a-ger? No. <laughs> I, I, I had to look it up. There. I was very confused at first. I suppose but it's, it's cool. I made it up. Um, but I mean, it makes sense because you could say that Taylor's mom is, of course, her mother and her manager as well. But I don't think she is. Right, but that's why I put it in there <laughs> as a question, like, is she her mom manager or just Taylor's number one fan? So okay. It was like well, a discussion starter. I, I, I think that that term it definitely didn't come is, up. Uh, <laughs> well, I think one of the things we have to look at is there's been so many child celebrities over over the years, like... Uh, one that specifically comes to mind is Macaulay Culkin, whose parents totally screwed them when they became famous and started making money and things of that sort. Wait, who is that? Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't know the name of the kid, but I know the movie. Diane's the baby of the show. <laughs> she doesn't know these you '90s just need actors. To clarify let's let's people. try let's try and think of one you would know. Let's see. Miley um, Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. How about Selena that? Gomez? Yeah. All, all um, of those. All the Kardashians. <laughs> what are they famous for exactly? Let's not get into that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, wrong, wrong, wrong topic. Wrong topic. So let's get let's get back to Andrea. So she and and Taylor's dad Scott moved the entire family to Nashville so Taylor could pursue music. How cool is that? That that is something not every parent would do. Nope. That so takes special you, parents. So what do you think the effect was? on Taylor's career overall. And I mean, obviously the physical move had a profound effect because it put her in the city that gave her the opportunity to become what she did, but taking it to a deeper level, like what does that mean in the sense of getting support from her mom? I mean, it's kind of like Andrea and Scott like made this decision to move their family because they believe so strongly in their daughter and they wanted their daughter to believe in herself and know that she can do anything and that, you know, if she puts her mind to it, if she has a dream, she can achieve the dream. So would, I, your, would your mom have moved you out to Nashville? Heck no. My mom <laughs> wouldn't have either. Heck no. Like my parents would have not done that for me. No, I, I, that's why, that's why it just blows my mind. And it's amazing because I think we need to take a look at that part of Andrea's personality. I it, mean, I'm it, sure that there was a lot of, factors that went into it i mean at that point she was you know about to sign a contract with sony like they knew that she wasn't like you know just some other kid that wanted to be you know a singer or whatever but at the same time it also does show how much she believes in her daughter that she's willing to uproot her whole life for her well i think andrea is also a very perceptive person and granted taylor's her daughter so nobody should know her as well as andrea does Mm mm-hmm but there's something she was quoted saying how when they made that decision at the time, part of her thought and realized how, I guess, passionate, how ambitious Taylor was in, in music in general, because she said Taylor never once said to her, I want to be famous. That mm-hmm. wasn't her driving motivation. And Andrew was able to see that and actually act on it and get her out to Nashville. Because, I mean, when we were kids, when I was a kid, I told my parents I wanted to be a movie star. So did they, I. They didn't yeah. move me out to Hollywood. <laughs> yep, neither did mine. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a big th- difference between a childhood fantasy and what Taylor had. Taylor just wanted to sing, whether it was for 
you know, two people in a piano bar or 200,000 people in a stadium. She just wanted to sing. And like you just said, Andrea and Scott both realized that and acknowledged that it was something that it was it was special. It wasn't just a kid having fantasies and they needed to. Or or parents having fantasies, for that matter. Or that. Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of times it's the other way around where it's almost the parents are pushing the kids in a certain direction. And that's not the case here either. That goes back to, you know, the idea of being a momager and how, like, you know, say Selena Gomez's parents. I mean, Selena Gomez has been acting since she was, what, four? She was four on Barney, four or five. Like, Mm -hmm. her parents have been pushing her to do this her whole life. And it's gotten to the point where, I mean, she just fired her parents as her manager. (laughs) Really? We're making good decisions for her. Yeah. Ouch. Can you imagine how that conversation went? (laughs) Hey, mom, I... I don't know if this is working out. <laughs> I really like you as a mom, but not so much as a manager. Yeah. Well, I mean, manager. here's another thing, though, is Andrea was very successful in her own right as a business person. I believe she got her degree in marketing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she did. So speaking to that point, let's talk about how Andrea's involvement has affected Taylor's career, because Everyone is always talking about, you know, Taylor is so smart. She's such a smart business person. She's such a smart this. She has her hand in every aspect of her career, every aspect of her business and running the business, putting the shows together. So how much influence did Andrea have on that? I'd say a lot. I think that the biggest part of how Andrea has affected Taylor's career is that Taylor developed Andrea's drive to motivate herself. Andrea was obviously very successful at what she was doing when they lived over in Pennsylvania. So was Scott. So was, you know, like, and that was, Taylor saw that and was like, I have to be just as driven in whatever career I'm going into. And so Taylor is, you know, very, very driven and, you know, wants, like you said, puts her hand in everything and makes sure that, she has a say in everything she's doing. She's not just one of those celebrities that lets people make decisions for her and she shows up where they tell her to show up and does what they tell her to do. Right, she doesn't outsource any of her management, really. Like, nope. So that's an, that's an interesting point. Mm-hmm. Now, something, something else interesting, this is something I found very fascinating and always have, is where Taylor's name came from in the first place. Andrea decided Taylor was a gender-neutral name that would um in the future you know uh, in theory a hiring manager of some sort would not be able to distinguish whether or not taylor was a male or female simply based on her name on the resume isn't that interesting so just that mindset in general i think is just speaking to how i guess savvy andrea is and i think a lot of that must have worn off on taylor and you know, when Taylor was a teenager, I'm sure her parents did influence a lot of her decisions. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I think that's what mo- most parents do. They want to help their kids as um, much as they possibly can. Right. Well, the point I'm getting at with that, though, is without Andrea helping to influence those decisions and Scott as well. But this is the Mother's Day episode, so we'll, <laughs> we'll stick to Andrea as best we can uh, without her. I don't know if Taylor would be where she is because like we were talking about other child celebrities that uh, 
whose parents get too involved in their career, their parents don't know what they're doing. So they make poor decisions and wrong decisions. And, you know, a lot of those kids are the ones you read about later when they become adults that are driven to drugs and whatever. Yeah, because they weren't led with a good stronghold. And um, something that I thought was really cool uh, is a quote from, from Taylor about her mom. She says, she totally raised me to be logical and practical. I was brought up with such a strong woman in my life, and I think that has a lot to do with me not wanting to do anything halfway. Yes! Yeah, so she just kind of sees her mom as this model of how to be strong and successful, and I I guess, I mean, that's just where Taylor's got a lot of that from. Well, if her Absolutely. mom hadn't instilled that one ideal in her about not wanting to do anything halfway, like, Taylor wouldn't be where she's at. Like, what if she did do things kind of with a half effort. Like, no way she would get torn alive in that industry if she only used half effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, that, her... That... Sorry, Steve. Uh, that's usually how things work in most industries, though. It's the people that only do things halfway that, you know, someone else comes along and they go full bore with it, and all of a sudden that's really the successful... You're, you don't have to be first. You just have to be the one that follows through the whole way. Yeah, you just have to be the best at what you're doing and go through. Exactly. I'm really glad you brought up that quote, Diane, because I think that actually says a lot about the influence that Andrea had on Taylor's career as a whole. I think also another thing to look at about Andrea's influence on Taylor's career is that if Taylor didn't have such a close relationship with her mother growing up, I kind of feel like her style of writing would be very different. Um, I can't really think of any examples off the top of my, my head that didn't have such a strong bond with their mother. But, you know, having that tight bond with your mother kind of shows you, you know, how a woman should be treated and, you know, how to have relationships and things like that. And that's definitely affected Taylor's music. You know, I mean, she could be writing a very different style of music had she not been shown the way that a person should live. You know what I'm saying? And how a proper person should behave. Yeah, exactly. Because, mm-hmm. you know, one of the qualities that everybody that meets Taylor says, she's so genuine and down to earth and nice. Where do you think that comes from? It comes from, it comes from parenting. Yep. Like, yes. it really does. Like, uh, I mean, how many child, Bieber. Oh, God. Tell me that kid's head is not in the clouds. Yep. And no and offense I mean, to people who... We're not who, saying any... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying no offense to people who like Bieber's work, but as oh, a person... Oh, I was going to say no offense to Bieber's mother's that. ability to raise her son, but, you know, the situation that her his mother was in when he was born definitely affected how he treats other people because he didn't see the way that, you know, a person should be treated, and therefore he doesn't know how to treat other people. Yeah, he's arrogant. Have you, did you guys, on a side note, see Seth Rogen's comments about him? What did he yeah. say? I, I'm not going to get into it here, but it's pretty it's funny not. if you're interested. Why did you mention well, that? Well, if you're not, you can't just tease people like that. Just say it quickly and then we can move on. Just say it quickly. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Seth Rogen was basically just saying what I was saying about, uh, there was basically, there was some sort of talk show they were both guests on, and somebody from Bieber's crew came in and is like, hey, Justin wants to meet you. And so he's like, oh, okay, whatever. I don't care. I'll go meet the kid. And Seth Rogen goes over there and Bieber's like, what's up? And was like acting like, like it was Seth Rogen that wanted to meet him. So it, it's just, I, I'm sorry. Ugh. I'm off topic with that. 
but interesting. <laughs> Taylor Swift would have not done that. She would have been, "Hey, I'm Taylor." She would have been like, "Oh my god, it's so nice to meet you." And well, it really comes down to how how they're raised because looking at other child celebrities you know you got the ones like bieber who turned out to be arrogant and their head kind of in the clouds but then you have other ones who are enormously famous like the trio from harry potter dan m and rupert who played harry ron and hermione uh, and and they're also very similar to taylor in the sense that they're very down to earth very nice people mm-hmm. and they credit that in interviews to saying that you know the adults on set it was kind of like they were surrounded by parents. Apparently the early director, Chris Columbus, who did the first two films, like cracked down on them. Like he was their dad. Hmm. I believe I, think, I read that. I think a lot, a lot of it has to do with just, it's not about the person. Like the people that meet Taylor Swift always mention about how she points out stuff about them. Like, Oh, that's a really pretty necklace you have on, uh, you know, and I think that's a big part of how her mother plays into it because her mother's at the majority of the shows, but she knows that it's about Taylor. It's not about her. And I think that's important to note. Definitely. Yeah. Like I don't think her mom tries to live through Taylor in her fame, like some other like stage moms would, you know, like, it's I, not I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's a big quote in, in, in the best day, you know, staying, staying back and watching me shine. Like, you know, she knows that she raised a good girl and she knows that she can stand back and let Taylor make decisions for herself and be proud of the decisions that her daughter's making. Well, that's a huge part of crafting who your child will become Yep, is allowing them to make some decisions, make some mistakes and have some successes that they can celebrate. Then it crafts them into who they are. But I mean, Andrea herself. Have you guys met Andrea? Yeah. Very briefly. Isn't she awesome? She is. She's amazing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Everybody who, every fan who's met Andrea says the same thing. That she's just an amazing, nice person. And she she gives big mama hugs like Taylor does, but. (laughs) And she does the same thing as Taylor. Like when you, when you talk to her, she's like, thank you so much for coming. We're so happy that you're here. Like it's, it, to a lot of celebrities, it's like, you like they kind of see it as like oh you have to be here like like it's you know what i'm saying whereas like taylor and her mom like treat it as like your guests at her house yeah they're very very thankful well Well, they know they know where the success comes from yeah you you gotta think about your fans that's what i was gonna say at its core it comes down to appreciation yep i think they look at what they have and they really appreciate it and then they know logically where it comes from. Their success yep. wouldn't happen without the fans. So therefore they appreciate the fans a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's good quality to have. So what about the music then? How do you think Taylor's mom inspires her music and, and such? Well, I mean, like we were just talking about, about how, you know, Andrea likes to watch Taylor make her own decisions she also is the kind of mom that would let Taylor make mistakes and be okay with that. Um, there's a quote from Dear John where it says, my mother accused me of losing my mind, but I swore I was fine. You know, not every mom would sit there and know that their daughter is smart enough, or, or son, whatever, know that their child is smart enough to make a decision and eventually realize maybe it was the wrong decision and fix it on their own. Because, you know, a lot of parents either would, you know, butt their nose in, make the decision for their kid, and that would, you know, ruin a relationship, or 
you know, would do nothing and not care. Taylor always knew that Andrea cared, but was letting Taylor make her own mistakes. And taking that a step further, Sammy, it's the experiences her mother created for her that inspire the works that she writes. Absolutely. So I think that's a huge part of it, too, because if Andrea raised Taylor in any other way, her music would not be the same. Absolutely. Because she wouldn't experience the same things, and therefore she would write about different things Mm -hmm. if she wrote at all. Yeah. Like, who knows? If she had one of those controlling parents that wanted her to become an actor instead of a singer-songwriter, what would have happened? Absolutely. So... I feel like this is a bit of a short discussion, but I think that was a good one. Yeah, definitely. Like, do you guys have anything else to say on Andrea? Um, I think the only thing I would add is that, you know, Taylor, like we've said, you know, Taylor's parents, Andrea and Scott, they both wanted Taylor to follow her dreams. And, you know, there was a conversation that Taylor had with YouTube a couple of years ago about how, you know, her family was so dedicated and so passionate to what they were doing that that was infectious to Taylor and Taylor was so, you know, gung ho that she was like, you know, I can do what my parents do. I can broke stocks. And then she realized that it wasn't about doing what her parents were doing. It was about having the same passion for whatever Taylor wanted to do. Um, And obviously Andrea has affected Taylor's life so much that she wrote a song about her. (laughs) Um, Right. Which was our, which was our mother's day episode last year. Song analysis on the best day. I mean, I wasn't there for that conversation. We're not going to get into that conversation, but I think that this, the secret message of the best day, which is God bless Andrea Swift is very poignant for this conversation that, you know, Taylor needs her mom. She knows that, but Taylor's also a grown up and has, you know, seen the way that her mother lives and, is becoming a very good reflection of her mother. Well said, Sammy. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> well said. So, so uh, on a scale of one to thirteen, how great a mom is Andrea Swift? <laughs> Are we Swift? really gonna do this? Did you really <laughs> just? Oh my god! <laughs> you don't have the authority to say that. <laughs> Who thirteen. Gave the right. Thirteen. 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 Well, like we'd say anything less. Well, I mean, if you did, you better hope she's not listening. I know. We're going to get a mail tomorrow. Hey, yeah. If if you would have chose 12 or less, please justify your opinion. Yeah, I really want to. I really want to. Well, she's just, um, you know, I'm debating whether or not to tell a story that I've already told on a past episode before about an experience I had with Andrea at the ACMs. Just because it speaks it speaks a lot about her as a person, and I really kind of feel, just since we're talking about her, it's fairly appropriate. Uh, so at the ACMs a couple of years ago, you know, I've been a seat filler every year. And as a seat filler, you're not allowed to talk to anyone around you because a lot of the times you do actually get seated next to the talent and the celebrities and people like that. And, you know, they don't want to talk to you, most of them. Taylor probably would, but... I've never gotten seated next to Taylor, unfortunately. Close once. I was in the same row once. But anyway, so there was one time I was sitting next to, I don't even know who it was, some industry executive. He probably worked for a record label or something. I I don't even know who he was, but he was in a very bad mood. I I don't know if maybe an artist he represents lost or what the case was, but he was kind of grumpy. And um, So Andrea was a few rows up and she was trying to get his attention. And I know I'm not supposed to talk to these people, but I was, I noticed and I was like, excuse me. Like I was trying to say, you know, politely that she was trying to get his attention. 
and he turns on me and starts to like get mad at me and yell at me. And Andrea jumped in and she's like, no, not him, me. I'm talking to you. Oh my goodness. And I was like, oh, that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> she, she has no idea that I'm like this big fan of her daughter, but she totally just stood up for me. <laughs> but again, she had no idea who I was. And, and I just, you know, think that speaks a lot to her personality that she would stand up for a complete stranger like that. And I think it, it also should be mentioned that, you know, obviously they have another child. We're all aware of Austin. And, um, Who? you know, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, and, you know, if they were the kind of parents to force their children to, just, to do something, Austin, you know, would probably be a performer right now. But, you know, like we've said before, Taylor, uh, Taylor's mom and her dad, you know, mom episode, whatever, um, wants to make sure that their children do whatever it is that they want and they will 100% support them. So yes. that, you know, affects them as people. The and end. I don't remember where I heard this from, so I'm sorry I don't have the source, but I do believe that they are just as supportive of Austin as they are Taylor. Absolutely. I mean, you can tell that. I mean, he goes to her concerts quite often and he has his own thing. He takes photos for the tour book. Like, he does his own thing. He's in school, like, they love him unconditionally just like they love Taylor unconditionally. Yes. Mm -hmm. So great discussion, guys. I hope it was enlightening for everybody out there. That's not maybe not as familiar with Taylor's family because they're a huge support structure for her. And without them, we wouldn't have Taylor. So that's mm -hmm. why we had this discussion. So again, happy mother's day to Andrea Swift uh, and every other mother out there listening. Yes. Mm -hmm. I I just like saluted you guys, but you can't actually see that through. <laughs> is that what that was? I wasn't sure. I just I, like I was like, this is. Yeah, I was like, it occurred to me Sorry. after I did that that you guys won't be able to see that through the podcast here. So uh, I'll just um, the play by play. I'll just move on with this episode <laughs> before I dig my uh, hole here any deeper. So Sammy, about those mini segments, <laughs> why don't you read us our first one? Sure. This first one comes from Mary Swifty Twelve on twitter at taylor talk 13 you know you're a swifty when red is no longer a feature art featured album at walmart and the first thing you think is album announcement oh all righty <laughs> it'll be coming soon i don't know if that's interrelated though i don't know either. i think it's just because red is finally like old. you know almost two years old and walmart's like eh, it's not really selling quite as quickly as it used to not that's selling. okay it's a good thought and there is an album announcement coming sometime this year hopefully we don't know it when will. let's Someday. put that out there i just said this year so <laughs> I, I think that's a uh, safe you're assumption. gonna get a lot of tweets you're gonna uh, have to click you're like uh, when oh my god i know watch the, watch the announcement come in like 2015 instead Ooh. and hey, everyone's like silly. adam you told us it was 2014 yep <laughs> <laughs> all right next one comes from at swiftly twinning who says you know you're a swifty when you have a long list of things that you want from the online store, but you're poor. Yep. I know how that feels. Oh, story of my life. Yeah. And then they add, you know, free shipping over $50 purchases. And you're, you're like, like oh, are well, you kidding me? And you're like, wait a second. Where am I supposed to come up with the $50 in the first place? <laughs> that how, and how, how, how do I get my car down? <laughs> how about if it's over $50 worth of stuff? You just have to pay shipping. That'd be sweet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. That would be, that would be cool. Good. I'm waiting for that deal. But speaking speaking to that note, Sammy, I, I did just want to take the opportunity to tell any everyone listening: 
if you're not following Taylor Nation 13 on Twitter, you probably should be because that's the that's the official account that runs the online store on the website and things of that sort. And yeah. that's where you're going to find those deals like that free shipping because that was a limited time offer. So if you're not following them, you might miss that and you don't want to miss still that. Going. So. It doesn't end until next Thursday. Okay, next Thursday, but it's still <laughs> limited nonetheless. Was yep. that all those vintage t-shirts that I kept seeing tweets about? Yes. Probably. Oh, yes. But they have different special offers all the time, so definitely follow Taylor Nation 13 if and you're not already. And they have lots already. of sales on the website. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, so the next one comes from Natalia via email. And they say, you know you're swifty when you feel obligated to write everything you want to tell Taylor each time you post something on Instagram. Because what if she likes or comments it and you don't have another chance? You will always have a chance. If you want to meet her, I believe very strongly that anybody who wants to meet her will eventually meet her. But I like how optimistic this uh, submission is. How it's like, sort of like, well, maybe I won't get the chance to meet her, but I'm going to try any way I can to get my message to her. And I like that attitude. You got to follow the whole way through. We just discussed that. That's what's important. Yeah, that's Steve's lesson of the day. Yay! (laughs) Actually, it's Andrea Swift's lesson of the day. Yes, give it to Steve. I, give Steve the credit. He deserves yeah, no. credit for something. Steve you doesn't give get me credit it. for Andrea's the one on that show. came up with it. <laughs> she was around before Steve. True. Believe you it sure or not. About that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fact. Old. And she's not that old. Never mind. We don't. Want no, to she's not that age. old. But Steve is. All, <laughs> Steve happens to be younger. So. Well, okay. Our our next one here comes from Twitter, uh, from Sophia. Karachi, and it's, uh, you know, you're a Swifty when you're on a school trip to Nashville and at the Hall of Fame and your teacher has to keep asking you if you're OK. <laughs> I want to go on a school trip to Nashville. I know you're so lucky. That would be Sophia. awesome. What is that? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> See all those awesome Taylor things at the Hall of Fame. I need to go to the updated one. I haven't Steve, didn't you go to Nashville recently? Yes. Did you see that? Uh, you know what? I, I actually, this was the first trip to Nashville in like forever that I did not make it to the Hall of Fame. But, and this is like the first trip that you should have. Because yeah. just <laughs> what were you thinking? Well, I'll be there again for CMA Fest here next month. So it's all good. Really? I think yes. me too. Oh, we can hang out. Oh, and you, Adam and Diane. We're Let's not go. Coming. No. Wow. Steve wants to hang out with me before he was telling me he hated me. I didn't say I hated my you. I just said I severely turned. dislike you. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. my gosh, Steve. There's, there's a difference. I thought we were friends. There is show. a difference. Steve is blunt. <laughs> yeah. It's a good way to be. Totally. Shall we go now? Yes. Okay. You know you're a Swifty when the last seven comments on Taylor Talks Taylor Connect accounts are from you. Ha, ha, ha. It's from the <laughs> coolest way on Taylor Connect. That's because you're the only person that submits to the show on Taylor Connect anymore. Truth be told, I've never been on Taylor Connect. It makes what? me so sad. People need to go on Taylor Connect. Yes. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, Taylor. I don't well, like Taylor thank you Connect. to the cruelest way for being our only friend on Taylor Connect. Woo-hoo. Way to be different, guys. <laughs> Dare to be different. <laughs> All right. The last one was sent in a text message from Kelly who said, you know you're Swifty when you're willing to defend Taylor, even if it means fighting with your friends. Good job. Heck yeah. You go, girl. You go, Glenn Coco. That's- Kelly can also be a guy's name. Just throwing that out there. Ooh. Look at you. Oh. Mm. Uh, so can Sammy. Totally. Sammy, are you a guy? 
Yep. That's not what okay. I said. I just, <laughs> just like it, Taylor can be both it can, a girl's yeah, name like, and a boy's name, so can Kelly. But anyway, it's it's funny because I've actually gotten in fights with two friends um, over over Taylor. One friends all the time about one person who said they didn't like Taylor. I actually unfriended on Facebook and never talked to again. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they say they didn't like Taylor? I don't know. What reason could there possibly be to not like Taylor? And another one, I have recently become friends with again, but that was another Taylor fight. So, <laughs> are these like verbal fights or like physical fights? Or they were fist of... fights, Steve, with two females. Really? You know, I beat the crap out of both of them. So, uh... good thing to talk oh my about. God. Wow. I'm kidding. Of course, they were verbal fights. Neither of them even lived near me. Oh. Uh, they're both in different states, hundreds of miles away. Actually, one of them is over a thousand miles away. They're not in a state of grace. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Good one, Steve. Oh, anyway, thank you to everybody who submitted for this episode. For future episodes, keep them coming in. We love these little mini segments. They're nice little bits of comic relief between our big long discussions. Next little mini segment we got here for you is what are Swifties listening to where you guys get the opportunity to suggest songs that you are totally into right now to everybody listening to the show as well as our panel here on the show. So this week's what are Swifties listening to is five seconds of summer. She looks so perfect. I actually mm-hmm. wrote that one in there. I was like, wait a second. Who submitted this? Diane. They're, per- they're performing at the bi- the billboards. That's why I put it in there. Well, I, and they're Australian. Yeah, I um just heard that song on the radio for the first time, I want to say last week, and I thought it was pretty fun. So Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty addictive. It's, it's a cool song. You should check it out. Diane, I literally just got through saying that that segment is where everybody listening can share music that they're into, well, actually, and you decide to put in a, a submission this week from yourself. No, but let me also tell you, <laughs> I looked for one, and I couldn't find one from a listener, so I figured that Are I'd... you kidding? We have so many. Why didn't you just ask? We seriously have those stockpiled. We have oh weeks, weeks and weeks. We have months worth of them stockpiled. I was going to say, probably half of the ones that you have are like three-year-old songs. Well, why don't we make a playlist out of it? Like yeah. the submissions, make a playlist of the s- submissions people send in if that's the case. That'd that be sweet. Be I like that idea. Yeah, Steve needs a project. He doesn't really do anything here on Taylor Talk <laughs> except kind what of a- show up and occasionally speak. Oh You're <sighs> Really? <laughs> This is one of my favorite segments, though. Not not when you yell at me, but the what are Swifties listening to? Because I, I got into Sam Smith. Um, it was funny because, I mean, we just talked about him a couple episodes ago, and I've now pre-ordered his album and all that stuff. So he it works. He's a cool guy. He's very mm-hmm. soulful. I, I, I like his sound. Well, Steve, you know where this segment came from, right? Like what inspired it? Probably something, uh, I don't know. Something, something Taylor did. Yeah. Either that or something you're going to take credit for one of the other. <laughs> no, it's something Taylor did Okay, um, that I simply adopted for the show. But what it was is this segment started back during the Speak Now tour when she used to do cover songs on the B stage. Mm-hmm. And she said in, in some sort of interview that that was, you know, to introduce us to music from local musicians of that area and stuff. And so I thought it would be a cool segment to add to the show, a way to introduce our listeners to new music outside of Taylor. So. I like it. That's that's pretty much it. It was inspired by Taylor. Gotcha. Well, now you should tell everybody to tweet at Taylor Talk Thirteen their favorite songs that we can put together in a playlist. I like that. That Steve will put together in a playlist. 
right? Uh, right? Yeah, I can do that. Oh, good. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> yeah, exciting. <laughs> all right, send in all your favorite music, guys. One last announcement before we wrap up this episode. Remember, guys, we have our Fearless Anniversary Giveaway still going on through May 26th. To enter, go to taylortalk.org slash fearless and enter. There's an entry form there. The big grand prize for that is the Fearless box set, which is no longer in production and as such has become pretty rare and very valuable online. If you look for it on eBay and stuff, it sells for pretty high prices, so it's really valuable. It's a really cool prize. It includes a CD, a T-shirt, all kinds of other stuff in that box. I don't know. It's a sealed box, so I can't tell you exactly what's in it. <laughs> Unless you want me to open your prize for you. No, don't Ooh, do that. No, don't do that. Okay, okay. I, I, I won't do it. But that also reminded me, for a bonus five entries, I'm about to give you a special code word to enter. Dun, dun, dun. But first, I have to make one up. <laughs> We should have done this in the middle of that. Yeah, come on. Why don't you pick? pick Now we we got this awkward silence. Code word for this week is Nashville. So on your entry form, enter Nashville. That'll give you a bonus five entries towards this Fearless Box Set giveaway. Nashville is the keyword code word for this week. Last week's word, which is still valid, you can enter either of them or both of them, is behemoth. (laughs) I like Nashville better. Me too. It's easier to spell. So thank you to everybody who listened. Again, remember to keep those submissions coming for what are Swifties listening to. You know your Swiftie when. Um, Whatever else you want to tell us, anything, you can, of course, email us. TaylorTalk at TaylorSwift13.org. You can tweet us, Facebook us, TaylorConnect us, or ask us a question on AskFM to username TaylorTalk. 13 you can leave us a voicemail or text message to area code 240-31-SWIFT. Or if you are outside of the United States and you don't want to pay those international roaming fees, go to taylortalk.org, and there's a button on the side that says send voicemail. You can do that totally free of charge. Leave us a voicemail, and you'll get to hear your voice right here on the show, right beside ours. It'll be really, really cool. We can't wait to hear from you guys. Thanks, that it? I think so. Wow. Okay. Sorry, before I close up the show, I need to catch my breath. So that's usually when I expect one of you guys to say something. Uh, Like, should I remind people again to tweet us at TaylorTalk13? I would say remind them to Taylor connect us to TaylorTalk13 because, well, not very many people are using Taylor Connect. Most of them seem to come in through either Twitter or email. Well, that's what I'm saying. Use Twitter to tweet us your favorite songs so we can add it to the playlist. Mm -hmm. That too. And if you forgot any of those, you only need to remember one link. That is taylortalk.org slash contact. All right? Yep. Now it's time to bid you all adieu and say goodbye for the week. This has been our special Mother's Day episode of Taylor Talk, episode 133. Happy Mother's Day again. Andrea Swift, you're the coolest. Thanks for giving us Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) that's awkward thanks to all the other amazing moms out there that aren't andrea yep that too all right bye guys this has been adam diane sammy and steve see y'all next week bye guys bye happy mother's day this podcast is not directly affiliated with taylor swift